and I had this kind of hatred for the band. But uh, you know, the new album came out, and you were showing me some songs. I'm like, fuck, this is good. And then I got the album, and I started listening to the whole album. I'm like, wow, this is actually really, really good. Hey guys, welcome to another episode from Takedowns to Breakdowns with A&P. And since it's the end of the year, I thought we would take this opportunity to talk about a couple of records that really hit home with the two of us that maybe not everybody's going to be talking about it or maybe they won't make everybody's list at the end of the year. I feel like there's always those bands that are going to be on everybody's list, like Halloween, whenever they release an album, they're on everybody's list. I mean, the question is uh, which number they're going to be on that list. But yeah. they're going to be there. And I kind of don't want to talk about bands that everybody's already talking about. I kind of want to go down perhaps a, a different kind of path and mention mention a couple of bands each that we really enjoy the records and I, we feel like those albums deserve attention. Perhaps not getting the attention that they deserve and, and we're here to give it a little bit extra. I, I feel like for me, uh, one of my bands is, uh, I, I, I kind of kind of knew I was going to like it, but not as much as I did. Right? I, I love the album more than I, I thought I would, but uh, the other one was a surprise. So uh, the other one was a surprise to me too because I didn't think you were gonna like it. Yeah, so that, because that I had a deep hate for the band. For me, my two picks. Uh, one is a complete shocker, and, and the other one is a shocker as well because compared to their debut album, their second album came out completely different, and, and it really surprised me on a positive note. So so let's not tease it anymore. Yeah. Let's kind of go. I also so feel you like, go. You go first. Yeah, I also feel like uh, the four band, the four albums we chose. I think we both like. We the, both, there's a there's an intermingling of yeah, tastes yeah, yeah. between so those four. For me, the first one, which was the surprise, was the the Browning. Uh, uh, we went to see. They were who were they with again? Uh, was it Ginger? They were on tour with Ginger. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't enjoy their set whatsoever. And I had this kind of hatred for the band, but uh, you know the new album came out. And you were showing me some songs. I'm like, fuck, this is good. And then I got the album and I started listening to the whole album. I'm like, wow, this is actually really, really good. I really enjoyed their new album. Their new album, more um, tech, uh, techno stuff into the... Yeah, but there's also a lot more deathcore and metalcore. A lot more, yeah, a lot more deathcore uh, stuff into it. But I really enjoyed the splice between the harsh vocals, the deathcore... And this, uh, and this electronic, electronic sound. I really like enjoyed EDM it. Sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, the Browning, uh, since you brought them up, I'm going to give you my take. Going into the album, I felt a little bit like you. I saw them live. I wasn't a big fan. I've never actually been a really big fan of them because I always felt like there was something there that was not for me. And I've never really been able to find one of their albums or even songs that, that really hit on all cylinders. With this record, the infusion of deathcore and metalcore, specifically on the vocal side, but also on the sound, yeah. uh, mixed in with that EDM sound, worked really well. And, and I couldn't find a bad song on the yeah, entire zero, record. zero duds. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, this is really good. Uh, it, it, it surpassed my expectations. Because, well, my expectations were extremely low. Yeah. Like, so they were extremely low. But having said that, the album is magnificent. There is absolutely zero duds on the entire album. And for two guys that actually didn't like the band, didn't like anything that they've ever released, this album is, is a home run. Yeah. It's a home run. So for me, I'm going to go first with Siamese and their album Home. Now, I've heard of the band before, and I heard their previous albums. They were more like of a rock band. They had some metalcore influences, but I would consider them more of a hard rock rock band. And I was never a big fan of their sound. I always felt that it was too bland. Like, it's too generic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing really special there. So I went into this album home with 
perhaps even lower expectations than the brownie. And the moment I pressed play, I was like, I want to hate this because my preconceived idea of the album is you, you don't like it. You don't like it. So I went in like, okay, I want, I'm going to hate it and I'm going to do a bad review for it. But the moment I started listening to it, it's like, I cannot make a bad review for it because I'm totally addicted to it. Yeah. It's fucking magnificent. He's been really addicted to that album. And then you showed me some of the songs. And in my mind, it's kind of a, like a mixture. I can't really find a certain genre I think there's influences into. perhaps of three genres. Yeah, it, it, for it's me... It's pop rock, you know, it's rock, and then there's metalcore. And yeah. the three kind of come together. It's reminding... It's like a metalcore Three Days Grace with some Polythia stuff in there. Wow, what a, what a gumbo that is. I, I know. Mean, freak, what a gumbo. But but I think your definition, those three bands, if you listen to Siamese, the album Home, uh, you're going to see some Three Days Grace, you're going to see some Polythia there, and then you're going to see some more, maybe not generic, but more traditional metalcore metal core influences. influences yeah. I 100% agree with you. I, I, the things that attracted me to that album was the lyrical content, because I really connected with the lyrics. The lyrics, if you go through that album, it, it's almost like a Taylor Swift yeah, record. Yeah, it's like it's, a breakup album. It's a breakup yeah. album. There's a lot of personal stuff there, but personal stuff to the point where everybody can relate to at some point in time. So I enjoyed that. The vocals are phenomenal, phenomenal. Then they throw a violin into the mix to their sound, and the sound is really good. It's not too heavy. It's not too soft. It kind of walks that more melodic line there in the middle. Um, they're from Denmark. I, I love the record. I'm not going to make excuses. I'm not even going to call them my, uh, you know, my guilty pleasure. No, like I'm not. I don't feel guilty about liking yeah. it at all. I just, I, I really it's like. It's the Chinese. same for me at the Browning. Is like I don't feel guilty because I knew how much I hated the band and the little bit of slander I gave. <laughs> but um, okay, yeah. I, I, I mean, fuck. I enjoy the album. I can't really say anything bad about it. So, what's the other band for you? Uh, 1914. That was the band where you know the previous album I enjoyed it so much, and then I had a. I didn't have much reserve. I wasn't like, oh, maybe I won't like this one as much. It, Considering the previous album, this one, it was going to be a home run. At least that's the expectation. Well, my, well, my expectations were maybe it wouldn't be as good. You okay. know, Because sometimes, you, you know... Yeah, it's hard to follow up. It's hard to follow up such a good album. Like, Nirvana never followed up Nevermind. Like, it, it, there was never an album that was as good as that. As, at least yeah. in my opinion. So, uh, that, was my, that was my mindset. I'm like, I know these guys are good, but can they, you know... Can they can they top it up? Top it up, yeah. Or at least can match they, it. Oh, yeah, and uh, they did. This album is amazing, man. I think this album is better. This album is better. I yeah. mean, they 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 don't have a song just like uh, the Hundred Day Offensive. You know, every song is like that because <laughs> not every song. No, but every song has that same impact. Yeah, because that song is so unique that they don't have a song in the new album that that could be matched towards it. That's the one thing, but it doesn't matter because every other song. Is like a piece of that one song. Like it's like they took all the energy from that one song and sprinkled it throughout the whole album. I, that album is phenomenal. I, the strength for me on that record is that it's more cohesive than the first, the, the not the first, the previous album. The previous album I felt was a little bit more broken up. The songs all follow the same theme, the same concept, World War One, but I didn't feel like they were musically as as intertwined. Yeah, no, because like you, you heard were... one. It broke. You heard another. It almost felt more a compilation. Yeah, because some of the songs felt more like, you know, black metal and uh, just speeding grindiness. But then some had, you know, some doom in it, and then some had, you know, a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of both, a little bit of melody kind of put in there. Now that's 
that was that was the the thing about it was like I enjoyed it because it was kind of like a compilation, so I was getting some difference. See, I, I, I like, there. but at the same time, I was hoping there would be more songs like other songs that weren't. And on this record, I felt that uh, musically is still very diverse. Like you know what I mean? Like there's a lot for you to to get from it. But in terms of how it flows from song to song, it feels better connected. Yeah, it feels... Uh, listening to the albums as it's a whole... It's easier. Yeah, as the, a... The, the previous album, it was easier for you to listen to it as individual songs. Yeah, but this, this one, one is easier for you to listen to it from beginning all the way to the and end. And I think that's how you should listen to it. I agree 100%. I, I love that band. I, I hope that they blow up sometime soon. N not not literally, but, you know, I really do hope that they blow up. No, no pun intended being 1914, but... I just feel like they're such a talented band. They have so much to give, and and they really bring a different side of what World War One and war is all about in yeah, their music. You feel like you're in the trenches when we, you we listen had the, to them. We had this talk. It's like uh, I used to really like Sabaton because of the whole war and history. And but stuff, does that mean you don't like them anymore? No, no, I like them still. But it's like I'm a I'm a history guy, and I like Sabaton is Disney history. Yeah, and that's that's what we were talking about. Sabaton is Disney history. And 1914 is what actual history is. Yeah, like, History Channel history. History Channel history, yeah. I agree with you. So the other band for me is Atlas with Uko. Uh, their first album I wasn't a huge fan of. I liked it a little bit, but their sound felt to me like a little bit all over the place. They didn't have a real defined parameter to what they wanted out of the record or out of themselves as sound. It just felt to me that they wanted to be as violent, as aggressive, as brutal as possible because just for the sake of being heavy, brutal, but with no real clear guidelines on okay, of, of this is what we want for the band, this is what we want for the sound, and this is the path that we're gonna take. So it felt a little bit like, let's throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. That's how that their debut record came across to me. So listening to Uko is completely different. There's also a backdrop to it. The main songwriter in the band, Thomas, his father passed away, so the album is a little bit of a tribute to his father. So there's that emotional, drive that obviously the previous record didn't have that exists now and then i feel like the icing on the cake for them was that they brought in this more traditional melancholic almost doom finish sound yeah. atmosphere and even vocals into the picture mixing it in with metalcore allowing the sound to be a lot more eclectic having that emotion also yeah with that it's very traditional from from a from a finnish perspective right yeah so i really like that that they brought in that side of where they're coming from, mixing in with the metalcore sound, allowing the album not to be one or the other. It's a little bit of a hybrid, something new, something fresh, something that we haven't really heard before, a Doom record with some metalcore influences. It's, it's, it's Doomcore, like if you will. So I, I like the fact that it's fresh. I like the fact that it's different. I like the fact that it's better defined as a record and then as the individual songs on that record itself, obviously having that backdrop of losing your father and that becoming the igniter of what the record is all about, it's definitely noticeable when you're listening. The emotion comes across in yeah. the music and the lyrics and the vocals. So I like that. The fact that it has English, Finnish, and one song, they mix both. Like so there's, there's a lot of that. They were not afraid of throwing in some acoustic uh, guitars into the mix. I just feel like it, it's an album that has more to give and it doesn't become stale. The previous record is like, oh, it's very brutal. But you listen to it once and it's like, okay, whatever. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing memorable. So many bands are heavy. The, this whatever. One, you this walk one away from it. More atmospheric. Definitely more atmospheric and definitely more memorable. Because once you listen to it, 
you want to you want to listen to it again. You want to go back to that well. There's certain songs on this album that if you played them for me and you told them that they were a swallow the sun track, I would totally believe you because they have that vibe. So I like that mixture. I like that sound. And, and to me, they're a band. Uh, it's funny that both bands that I picked, they're both with Long Branch Records, uh, a smaller label in the big scheme of things. So uh, I, I really hope people pay attention to Atlas. They're a small band in Finland, but to me, this album is going to open so many doors for them. And, and uh, it was a necessary step. You, you need to create a sound for yourself. You need to kind of uh, put yourself outside of the box that you belong to. When you look at so many bands in Finland, the market is oversaturated. It's not just about creating a heavy album. It's creating an album that has an impact with the listener. Yeah. And this album definitely going to have that impact with the listener. So those are my two picks. Those are your two picks. Anything else you want to add? No, I think we've... Uh... Gone, gone through, you know. Yeah, and we hope that with these picks, you guys got some new music to go check it out and listen to. Very diverse. I mean, I, I picked like a, a black a black metal band. Uh, EDM, uh, EDM, deathcore. Death you picked uh, a metalcore doom hybrid. Yeah, and uh, then an a, album. and then a rock and then a hard rock, hard rock metalcore album. octane. Yeah, whatever, like a hybrid as well. So yeah. uh, I just feel like everybody's going to be talking about Halloween and Iron Maiden and Gojira and whatever. And some of these smaller bands, perhaps, are not going to get the same attention. So we just wanted to put a spotlight on these four records so you guys have some music to check out during the holiday season. All right? On that note, guys, we'll see you next week in another video. Take care. See ya.